0: Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles of Vinland Saga Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Season 1, Episode 23, Miscalculation.
1: Now, you're right. We did miscalculate, or actually, no, I'll take that back. We calculated it perfectly because, yes, Chad is a little bit under the weather. You can hear it in his voice. Yep. Um, But we calculated it perfectly because it means you're going to be in tip-top shape for the finale when we cover it. Oh my gosh, dude! I will be so in shape.
0: I thought you were physically on the, and metaphysically. I
1: thought you were on the mend this morning, but you did what's called the noon o'clock nix up.
0: Yeah, I just feel it back there. I can't get rid of it back. It's just stuck back there.
1: Yeah, this morning at ten, I was like, "Oh wow, you really fought this off. Good job." Because you sounded awful yesterday. Thank God we really? didn't record. Yeah, you sounded it's terrible. No yesterday. one else said that. Well, it's because I know what you sound like most of the time. Usually. I can be around it for a while. And yesterday, I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here.
0: Wow, okay. I mean, all the ladies loved it. I think it makes my voice a little deeper. That's I why. think
1: that's where you're at right now.
0: Ooh. The ladies might like it right now. You actually think so? Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should try talking to one soon. What did you think about the episode? Well, Chad, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Here's what it is, though, right? It's so clearly
1: the penultimate episode where...
0: Wow, it's, you didn't like it. It's okay. Whoa, it's okay. Don't. That's a miscalculation. Don't. There, there is a moment it. Don't in this overse- episode exactly,
1: and right there lays my point. I always have problem. All my friends are these people. All right, let me know who you are in this regard. Are you a Ronnie or a Chad? Okay, you do it with shows. My other buddy Tommy, he does it with uh, like books that we read. Tommy will read a thirty-page chapter. Okay, and if. Uh, the last half of the page on that 30th page is like r- really good he'd be like what an amazing chapter and i'd be like dude they d- described uh what food they were eating and what clothes they had on for the first 27 pages it was not that good of a chapter all right as i was saying until chad started auditioning for a play by looking at his laptop i thought the guy was in a film the way he was, it was good. It, yeah. it was just over the top because what it was, it was a text from his egg lady. He has an egg lady yeah. and he's she's uh, giving him some free jam. So he was getting really excited about that.
0: I'm going to audition from Superman from home.
1: I've also never gotten a text from uh, Chad longer than two lines and I saw the response <laughs> he gave her. It was eight lines at least. Such a large block of text uh yeah tommy will read half a page be thrilled with a chapter you're the kind of guy oh wow one moment in 22 minutes and you're like what a great episode dude this is one of the best moments of the entire show it's a and it's a fine episode it's not a bad episode don't okay. get me wrong it's a bridge episode right we're it coming off is. the last two and now we got the finale coming up next week it's just a bridge episode and That's it, de- all and it
0: definitely blue balls you at the end arrest me officer yep. well let's just get right into let's it let's do it 1014 A.D., Day of Imperial Council. Uh, This is a big day, Ronnie. This is a huge day. The elders are coming. The elders are coming. Okay, that's, for some reason, that was a lot of the uh, dialogue that I saw in this beginning scene. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait, I don't fully understand. Who are the elders? The only thing that I can figure is, like, the elders are
1: all the, uh, like, the top members of the top families all gathering okay they're like the you know they're the people they're the people who are going to go back around to the rest of the places and tell them what's going on filling them in
0: okay so yeah we then go to thorfinn who is beat up this is the definition of down so badly real
1: quick i also like how the elders i like the place that they gather you know, it's not some fancy schmancy throne room, or it, it looks like a little uh, a hundred years. From, well, wait, what year is it? Ten fourteen. Ten fourteen. Wow. Okay, a thousand years from now, they'll be holding boy boy scout, uh, boy scouts in that building.
0: A thousand years. That's Ronnie, crazy. That is insane. It's so
1: much longer. I've read it multiple times in these notes, but until I was just doing the exercise I just did right now, did not realize how long ago. Yeah. Even
0: 500 years from now, they won't be doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they won't.
0: Uh, but yeah, Thorfinn, he is just beat the heck up. He falls over in the snow, and then we go back to the Imperial Council. What was Thorfinn doing?
1: What do you think he's trying to... I, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be taking a day, you know? I'm going to take a day to rest up a little bit. I'm I think gonna, that's what he's doing. But like, That's what I'm trying to figure out, because it's like the next day. Yeah. So don't get out of bed that day.
0: Right. Like,
1: <laughs> Where is he going to get groceries? What do you... I don't know. Is he just looking for Ascalad? like we'll see a little bit later?
0: Maybe. It doesn't maybe. seem like... It... I think he's down so bad he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, that might be it yeah. too. He's just like so confused. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like an old man that just got in his vehicle. A 95-year-old man that just got in his vehicle... Uh, uh, that just got out of church and should not be driving a car.
1: I mean, here's the thing, too. The amount of, like, broken things he's got going on, we know about the broken arm, broken hand, whichever one it was. Um, I feel like his nose is broken. Yep. He's got to have a fever. You know, in times like this, you don't just, like, break bones and then just be in this cold and be fine. you just like, oh, we just got to let it grow back. We
0: put some sticks on it. And he looks like he has all those things. He yeah. definitely looks down. But yeah, but once we go back to the Imperial Council building, uh, we see the rumors are swirling around, Ronnie. King Swain has chosen Harold and not Canute. They even mention the assassination attempt. They're like, well, of course that's what happened. Even Canute almost died himself. Like, And we've talked about it some... And I think that they're going to answer it a little bit
1: later. So I might be getting a little bit ahead of you, but let's go ahead and do it. Okay. They, uh, they talk about how Canute's supporters must be upset. And for these guys, like I, I figure everyone in this room is probably like pretty good with a sword, you know, some manly men. I just want to know what is a Canute supporter look like, you know, and why are they supporting him now? Where I said I think I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself, I think where we're gonna come to find out, if it's in your notes, is that Canute supporters are actually Ragnar supporters.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah.
1: makes way more sense because I'm like, okay, I
0: saw how he was at the beginning of the season. Who?
1: Right. Who's like any respectable guy in this time? Was like, yes, that's the guy that we got. That support. does make way
0: more sense, and also it's more so not really a Canute supporter, but a anti Swain enthusiast almost right
1: and i don't see that's the other thing that we don't really get this different sides of like why would you be anti-swain outside of that he looks really gross
0: i mean that's a good reason though he looks very it it is a good reason yeah oh that guy is a sloth he should be nicknamed the troll
1: i mean we know that they've been fighting for a long time but it also seems like back in these times that's what you do So I'm just curious as to like what the gripes are with King Swain.
0: That's a fair point. Um, They mentioned Thorkell and Askeladd joining Knut's team. And then right as they're saying all this, the prince and the king are entering the room. Because the Thorkell line that was in um,
1: came right after they were like, yeah, he doesn't have Ragnar anymore, but Thorkell joined up with him and that makes, you know. That makes if we were if we were on board before we're definitely on board now. Yeah,
0: but then one of the guys is like, well, he's not very good uh, with diplomacy. Like Mm -hmm. mentioned some bullshit like that. It's like who cares? It's Thorkel. And said
1: that's why they got a man covered in ash.
0: Oh yeah. And then everybody bows down though. Everyone quiets down. They start to come in. Thorkel, of course, is just excited that there is a lot of food here. And that's when I started to think, as big as he is, yeah, how many calories. Does this guy eat a day? Well, he's nine foot something,
1: right? Yeah. So it's got to at least start with a nine, I think. I think he's got to at least put
0: down 9,000 calories a day. He's not, yeah, nine foot and that strong. He pretty much has to double like a normal, like a Ronnie Coleman diet, you know?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. The blow up of 2014, that is some
0: serious food. That's insane so Canute asks where Thorfinn is to Askalad, but he
1: I was just gonna, gonna say we can't forget our roots don't forget to mention that Dot Pixis
0: is also Pixies is also in the crowd oh yeah Dot Pixies is one of the, the elders <laughs> yeah Canute uh, asks where Thorfinn is to Askalad, but Askalad says he to not worry it would be dumb for anyone in here to shed blood in this place basically saying yeah you lost your personal bodyguard but nothing's gonna happen to you yeah So the room is very eerie and silent and it almost feels like an awkward silence. And then we cut away from it though, to see Thorfinn who is still just laying in the snow. Doesn't know what he, where he's at, what he's doing in the way they do a good job of animating this where he's so clearly
1: breathing only out of his mouth because his nose is like broken and all clogged up with probably like dry blood and stuff. It's just like I appreciated that extra mile because it'd be so easy to not show him breathing out of his mouth like that,
0: right? For those of you that know, breathing out of your mouth continuously, constantly is not fun and not the greatest. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. I mean, you're telling him because you're going through it right now, right? And I'm still I'm such a good breather. I'm still mainly breathing through my nose. Good That's work, insane. So he starts seeing shit. He starts seeing Askelad and believing Askeladd is just talking absolute smack to him. <sighs> he gets up frantically, running over to someone, grabbing them from behind, and then when the guy turns around, we realize it is just an NPC. He literally... With his ears pierced. With his ears pierced. He, yeah, he's literally a... What do you call it? I... He's a, I've, He's like a punk... Semi-gay Askeladd. He's Okay,
1: here's the guy. Here, here's what he is. You ever play a game when you can, you know, it's a free, uh, what is it called? A free world game. Open world? Open world, thank you, good Lord. Free world. <laughs> I live in a free world, but you're playing an open, open world game, right? And you ever walk up to a guy, you know, he gives you options to speak to people. And, you know, you speak to this guy, maybe he gives you a mission. You speak to this guy, maybe he wants to sell you something. But then there's always the people that you uh, you click on to talk to him. And then two lines in, you go, I wish I hadn't hit the oh, button yeah. to talk to this guy. Because now I'm stuck in it. I can't it's skip s- over
0: it. So many uh, Pokemon <laughs> Yes. So yes. many of them.
1: That's what this guy is.
0: But, of course, since Thorfinn looks like a Ratchet. Ratchet. Ratchless ratchet ratchet homeless guy they decide to try and pick on him um so this made me really mad at Thorfinn.
1: the idea that he's gonna walk up i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's so delusional with all the different uh things he's got going on that uh, he just by instinct went up to him. Cause there's no reason after you just got your ass kicked that you would see him and be like, Oh, now's a good time to try and go start something
0: with him again. Right. I'm going to go give him a piece of my mind. Yeah. He's got a fever. He's literally, you know, he's acting like Lad's mom when she went crazy. That's who he's acting like. Yes. That's
1: actually a very good connection.
0: So, but yeah, they kick him down. Uh, you know, they're just picking on him, rubbing his face in dirt. And then they start to hit him in the face, but it's like he all of a sudden snaps to it and just wrecks all three of these guys. In like a it's squ- nothing.
1: Yeah, in a squat formation. Squat formation. He just slaps one.
0: I'm pretty sure he headbutts one.
1: He uh, he does the leg kick. Yeah. He takes the legs out of one, and then so he knocks all three of them down, and then one of them uh, pulls out a sword. And he just, as soon as he hears the sword, he just turns right back around and punches him in the face again. Yeah.
0: He then gets captured, though, from people running over and thrown in jail. So we see him in the jail cell and the light's barely shining down through the bars and it just looks like he's barely got any glimmer of hope left in him. I was working on a theory because these guys, as soon as he
1: does this, I guess like the leader or someone else runs around the corner so quickly. Like, I guess he was alerted that some of his men were getting their ass kicked. I don't know. But at the same time, I thought that, uh, gee, I don't know what I thought. The way that this guy comes though, I was like, okay, something else is going on. And then it turns out nothing else is going on. It was just Thorfinn kicking mm. these guys ass.
0: So back to the council, we have the King thanking everyone for gathering today. Uh, he talks about England finally coming under his control. And then he thanks Thorkell and Canute and thanks God for having them return. Uh, He's a very sleazy guy, though. You can tell that even when he hugs Canute right here that it just does not seem genuine. Canute even gives that, like, death stare afterwards.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's very eerie because there's no one... The only person who does not feel tension in this whole room, I think... Is Thorkel who's getting some of his nine thousand calories in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else, I feel like, kind of knows that this is a show that they're enduring, right? Because they've heard; they've already got the rumors about the assassination attempt. Knut's not sure exactly what to think of all this. He's already worried that Thorfinn's not here to protect him.
0: Yep. But yeah, he. Uh, and it's all thanks to Askled, though. If Askled didn't do that. I feel like this would be such a more, no one would really know what's going on. That like fake assassination attempt. I know that's the best part is that he really didn't actually
1: do an assassination attempt, but he also, he's thinking in the way that he would have done an assassination. attempt, yeah. If that makes sense.
0: So the King says he's going to let Canute have Mercia and Thorkel can be there to support him. And then that's what I put right here. Even while he's talking about Thorkell and what Thorkell's gonna do, he's still just sitting there eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so awesome that he does not care what the king has has to say.
1: He's the kind of guy that cares about one thing and he cares about it so much that it sets him up in all other aspects of life where all he's got to do is fight and then everything else, you know, he gets all the food, he gets all the titles, he gets all the privileges of uh, doing it all, but it's just because he's a top three and like
0: one of the things he does yeah and that's it's also interesting because the king would not let anybody else do that but Thorkel.
1: yeah i mean think about it he was literally fighting on the other side a few episodes ago and no one said anything about it because they're like what are we gonna do they're just like oh he's rolling with canute now okay i guess yeah i mean how many how many of their guys did thorkell kill
0: so many <laughs>
1: <laughs> like there's probably like seven guys in this room he's like oh yeah thorkell killed my brother yeah about a month
0: ago but why, what are they gonna do about it you know it's
1: like i guess he's with canute now he's like and i'm a canute supporter <laughs> uh,
0: so ireland is the next battleground uh, right when he says this askeladd then thinks to himself with an evil smirk that he's got this everything is going according to plan he even mocks floki He's gonna control this fight, and this is when I put Ascolat is basically up twenty eight to three right now against the Patriots. This is uh, he's in his bag. Why do you keep
1: doing that with RT? Te- it's so weird that you what you flex on our teams
0: like that. But here's the thing, Ronnie. The fourth quarter begins.
1: <laughs> <I'm> you, <sorry. laughs> y- is this the only thing you've got typed out for the?
0: And we have the king say, however, the
1: summary was moving along until you started.
0: Uh, typing up a eulogy of (laughs) a... The king says, however, there are people who don't respect the king still, okay? And that is the Falcons fans not respecting Tom Brady in the moment. He sent a messenger to a place where they refused his majesty twice. This land is Wales, and he shall show this land the power of the true king coming this spring. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean I know that that's
1: what he says but it sounds like you were uh like advertising a for movie. a movie. Yeah. For I'm, a film I'm, rather. I'm,
0: well, a movie.
1: Well, because why? Just why do you think it's a film? You don't think that No, I think it's a films movie. Films come out in spring.
0: Cuz a lot of the times when you hear those previews at the movie theater it is a movie. You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: A lot of times. Do you May, think I feel I, I've like been fil- in a while? I feel though. like
1: films come out in spring though.
0: You might be right on that. I haven't been to the film theater in a long time, so I don't really remember.
1: What's the last movie you saw in theater? Theater.
0: Think about it. Was it with me? No, I've been after that. We went and saw Endgame, right? You
1: you went and saw a kid's movie. I remember this now. What movie was it with your cousins?
0: When, though? A few months back. A few months back?
1: I feel like it, yeah. (sighs) Shit. All right. Know. Imagine having a memory like that, guys. Did you
0: have super? Did you go see Super Mario in the theaters? No, didn't.
1: Trav and I watched it, and from the comfort of our own uh, room.
0: I watched it at the house too. I really. It might be in game, maybe. It wasn't. I remember you going to see a movie, but that's fine. Or no, what was that movie? Me and you went and saw where we sat on the chair together, and I had to plug it in.
1: You Captain play- Marvel
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: God miss those friends
1: um, Yeah me too Tuan shout out
0: Dumbest guy I ever met So everyone bows but Floki Cause Floki looks over to see Asklad Who has the most terrified Expression on his face That's right We've just hit overtime It's 28 to 28 and I love this,
1: um, not that you keep doing those references, but I love that Askelad is the guy who's one of his biggest claims to fame are is being able to read anybody's face, and what gives him away but someone looking
0: at his face for once. Oh yeah, and his face, this is a face we've never seen of Askelad, and it's because nothing like this has ever even come close to happening.
1: For someone who was as cool as a cucumber as soon as Wales is mentioned, nine beads of sweat just automatically
0: are on his face. So back to Thorfinn, uh, we see that he has an unexpected visitor, and it's not one of the prince's messengers. It's just a sailor. And it's none other than Leaf fucking Erickson, Ronnie. Okay, I'm gonna start calling him that because Leaf has is slowly climbing up my character line. I'll ladder. call him Leaf the Lamo Erickson. Okay. Are you after this story that he tells here in a little bit, you cannot call him that.
1: Okay. Try me.
0: <laughs> so he sits down, Indian style slash crisscross applesauce, and he prepares a discussion. I don't know dude what were you on when you were writing these notes he prepares a discussion
1: i mean that's awesome that's what he does uh, he does prepare a dis- although it's not even a discussion because thorfinn says nothing
0: <laughs> well, i think a discussion is between yep. two parties he says it's been 11 years i know what must have been good lord hold on he says it it's been 11 years i know what you went through must have been tough I don't and I can't understand. So then we get, and this is a weirdly timed thing, but Leafs mouth quivers yeah, it does. while he's thinking about this. One of the best animated like facial expressions of the show. I don't know what it was. I, maybe I was on something. You last liked night.
1: you liked the quiver.
0: I thought it was animated really well. It made him seem really genuine because he is a genuine man.
1: Well. Uh, I did like the quiver. I will admit to liking the quiver. And what he's saying here is all good. I just cannot get past the facts of this guy.
0: <laughs> he says, I still remember it as if it were yesterday. You, Thors, Helga, Ylva, that smile on your face. I told you the story long ago about the, the ice trap. And then this is when I started laughing. I was like, oh, Ronnie loves this ice trap story. <laughs> because... He then tells the story of how all of his friends died around him, yep. but somehow he stayed alive. He remained. He remained. All six of his buddies died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, come on.
0: How? I mean, it does it does seem a little suspicious. He's I'll give not you that. like
1: a he's not like a tough soldier guy. He's just like good at reading I mean, the stars. Yeah, they could have
0: sailing. They could have like hit an iceberg though and gotten. Maybe so. Thrown he in he the was ice. just like Yeah.
1: He didn't say like oh they all died at once or you know they all started falling off after I started stabbing them in their sleep. I'll say to this,
0: eat their meat. Yeah, he he got lucky of anything. It's like if you got if a plane crashed and somehow one guy's seat stayed non-obliterated and he ended up living cuz his seatbelt worked perfectly. It'd be like one of those situations.
1: Uh, so the way that they show us, they show us uh him walking along the ice in just like the middle of nowhere with temperatures that look like they might be negative 50 degrees. The only way that I would believe him that he's genuine and he was actually just lucky to get out of it is if he was honest enough to be like, yeah, I, I ate at least one guy. (laughs) If he was like, no, I made it. He's like, no, I buried them or I didn't bury them, but I respected their bodies and put a blanket over them before I left. And then someone goes, did you eat any of them? And he went, no,
0: I'd call bullshit right then. Because there's yeah. no
1: way he got out of it without eating I mean, him. maybe
0: he, I, I'll say this, I wouldn't have anything against him if he did.
1: It's also just so disrespectful that this is the second time he told this story and he doesn't say any interesting part of the story outside of the fact that
0: he lived and six guys died. Right. And I think that's because he feels shame of eating the flesh of <laughs> <Yeah>. his brothers. <product.
1: laughs> he's just got, he's got to say how, he didn't say how he survived. Just that he yeah. did.
0: I I really do think, especially in these conditions, the the bodies would have stayed like non bacterial. So you you're probably right. I don't. He probably ate them raw. Unfortunately,
1: he might have had to.
0: But uh, like I said, I don't blame him for that. If they would have, if they died on their own volition, yeah. whatever you say, then that's allowed. Now, if you kill them and eat them, I'm not down with that like if you if i was with you on a stranded island and you just so happen to get hit in the head by a coconut falling off a tree died yes i would eat part of your body to live but if i like walk up behind you and stab you in the neck and then start eating you that's not right you know it's not right i got a few different levels
1: one yes first thing if they all died he ate them keep going oh leaf totally won me back over okay Two, if he told me, yeah, I had to kill a guy because it was either me or him and I was hungry, I would go, all, all right, dick move. Still don't yeah. trust you 100%, but I also understand that you're a man that does what it needs, what it takes.
0: But um, No, no, it'd be cool if he said, we had rock, paper, scissor battle. I won the rock, paper, scissors, so I was allowed to kill him. Yeah, and the guy let me do it.
1: But instead, I think he's a guy who completely screwed over the other five guys. It was all his fault because he was the captain, got him in a terrible situation. They yeah. all died. He ate him, and now he's passing it off as if he's just some great and, journeyman. Yeah,
0: and it depends on what he ate too. Like if he just ate, <coughs> if he decided to like have a gourmet of their penises and didn't eat like the thigh, because I feel like the thigh is what you go for. Might be wrong on that.
1: I think the thigh seems like like the thigh and then the butt,
0: right? the rump maybe yeah i don't know i mean i would go for the thigh that's just what i would enjoy i feel like okay and of course you're the only person thinking about what part they would enjoy but sure go off all right let's get off this topic because you're gonna throw it all back on me (laughs) uh lee says no matter how this is my favorite part of the story by the way no matter how frozen the sea gets or how stormy it gets a sailor is always fighting a battle against the sea like a warrior and then we have leaf by himself battle in the sea fist in the air and just screaming mm-hmm. and i saw some blood dripping from his face it looked like one of his buddies was still in his mouth partly
1: that is those are one of my favorite uh, like tiktoks i've seen where it's someone just like in the middle of the ocean maybe on like a stormy night on a cruise ship or something like that and the caption or maybe it's like one of those uh, major fishing boats yeah you know those guys who are like oh you can make a hundred grand if you just go spend three months on a fishing boat in like the middle of winter and it's like would you do it so i guess some people do but when they show the ocean at night and being like think about how <clears throat> many years ago there were just dudes and wooden ships just you know brave in this <laughs> it's so like, bad it really is it so is badass so crazy <laughs>
0: Oh, God, I would have been a land dweller. We're just two weeks out,
1: boys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how? Just as chaotic as it looks when they're on these, like, ginormous boats that are completely built to handle this stuff and someone, you know, molded something
0: out of wood. Like, how, genuinely, how did they have, like, enough food and water, like, ready? I don't know. Do you have to hope it rains at some point to collect the rainwater? Well, you can boil s- salt water. You can. I think,
1: maybe not salt water. Maybe that's like fresh. I yeah, I guess that's yet. just fresh
0: water. Well, because back then they could they could <clears throat> just drink straight from like rivers and lakes. But yeah, like the seawater. I don't know what they did. Like they obviously have to bring water on too. Yeah, I don't want
1: to suck so bad. That would
0: be terrible. So he said, when Thor's died, I swore on my honor. he said, I'm not saying this for you, but myself, another badass line, that no matter what happens, I'm bringing you back to Iceland. It's my responsibility to Thor's. And Thorfinn then finally perks up a little bit. You can see it in his eyes. Yeah. But we go back to the king. Uh, Last thought. It really is funny because I know uh,
1: watching Leif... Just as a show watcher, I'm supposed to be like, okay, I like this guy. I like that he's trying to... But but everything he says, I just laugh because my mind immediately goes to being like, this guy's just kind of a douchebag. (laughs) Here he is trying to hype up Thorfinn and the whole story is just being like, I'm an honorable guy and I'm going to get you home.
0: See, uh, yeah, I I totally agree with that. He finally just admits, (laughs) he's like, I'm doing this for myself (laughs) because I owe it to Thor's. Right. But, But I think that actually makes Thorfinn... For some reason, Thorfinn, when Thorfinn hears that it's not for Thorfinn, Thorfinn hates himself so much right now that once he hears that, that's what wakes him up. Yeah, that
1: is a good strategy. Yeah. That is, like, I would recommend that to anyone trying to get Thorfinn to go anywhere. Be like, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for Thor's. Right. And he hears that and he goes, oh, dad.
0: God. It is wild, though, that Leaf is still, it just show. it shows the, the growth of Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> He realizes how much of a douche he was and how good of a man Thor's was. So he just constantly keeps looking for Thorfinn. And he finally found him. I love it. It's a, it's a good love story. So we go back to the king. He's granting treasures uh, to people, you know, giving them whatever. And Floki whispers to the king that just for a moment, when Wales was mentioned, Askeladd panicked. Uh, And that's when the king, he kind of doesn't even really buy it at first. He's like, just please take notice. This is like, I really liked this because it
1: was the first time. I mean, you can kind of interpret that Floki's pretty badass just in the sense that he's like the leader of the Yams Vikings now and stuff like that. But it was the first thing that we've seen firsthand of him being like on top of it. Because everything else has been him looking kind of like a fool or getting, like, th- the first time with Askeladd. Um, obviously, he didn't look real great. He paled in comparison to when he was talking with Thor's, Like, Thor's just completely outshone him and everything. And then uh, a couple episodes ago, when they walked up and Knut just made him look like a bitch and being like, wait, why are you preparing to fight? We're just coming home. Yeah. He's like, oh. So this was finally, like, kind of a moment where, okay, Floki...
0: Right. Floki got a win. He did get a win. Also it just shows how sleazy everything you just said shows how sleazy he is too. Mm-hmm. He's such a sleazeball.
1: Yeah, look at his shape
0: of the skull that he has. That's all you need to know. So Asclepius talking with Thorkel and Thorkel's still just munching down um That's oh yeah, that's what the king says. He goes, "He doesn't look like it right now." And this is what I love about Asclepius is that he just uh, he starts, well, I don't I don't know if we're there yet, but Anyways, when he starts talking to Thorkell, you can tell it's absolutely just trivial conversation. He's just saying this stuff to look like he's not flustered in front of the king and Floki.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he's having small yeah. talk with uh, Thorkell, but in the show, meanwhile... His whole background has turned purple because he's in self-thought yeah. thinking about wh- how to get out of the situation.
0: Yeah, he's thinking to himself about how the king possibly knows about Wales, but no, that's not possible. He wouldn't send his whole army just to piss me off. And he goes, well, Wales is screwed, though, in the spring if I, if I don't think of something. I don't have time. And then that's when his brain, his big brain, just starts glowing. He's thinking so hard that his brain starts glowing. I mean, there's
1: a fire getting started in there.
0: And then he goes, well, we could just lead a revolt. He's like, no, that won't work either. Uh, he comes up. He tries to come up with every single option, but he's basically put in a corner. He doesn't really have an answer.
1: Another really good animation thing, because you can tell by his look that he's deep in thought, but he also doesn't look like he's freaking out necessarily. Um but then they show the inside where they actually show his brain, and it's just yeah. like everything's sparking. He's going crazy in there. Yeah. it's getting ready to give him a tumor. I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor.
0: So we go back to Thorfinn. Uh, he says, Home. Don't talk to me about home now. He finally replies. Leif says, The quote of the day from me, myself, and I... Far, far to the west, across the sea, there lies a new world where the trees are laden with fruit and grassy plains cover the land. Vinland, Ronnie. That's the name of the show, and that is what he says.
1: (laughs) They said the thing. Yeah.
0: He gets pumped up and tells Thorfinn that he'll take him to Iceland, and then they'll go to Vinland, because Thor's always wanted to go there. He then says that Thor's escaped battle... To Iceland, and I'm sure he would have tried to go to Vinland too if enough time passed. It's a place without slaves and war and people living in peace. And then he tells him, "Let's build a country like that." I'm sure we can. And then we see the light shining through the the jail cell, and Thorfinn slowly start to get up.
1: Yeah, and it, which is weird. Because the Thorfinn doesn't seem like, the especially the way he's right now, so negative. Like, we already had the couple episodes ago where they mentioned his mom and um, sister, and it was like he didn't even care to think about them. Like, if Thorfinn's not fighting and being a loner, what is he even doing? It does not seem like he's the kind of guy, like, oh, yeah, I want to go live in peace on, like, an right. open field where I, you know, share with
0: my community. <laughs> yeah, right here it just seems like he... uh him mentioning Thor's wanted to go there is the only reason he's like uh, thinking about it's going there it's seriously just because yeah. it's
1: like oh this is what my dad would have wanted yeah. because then he even still like I think they're trying to say this uh, with the animation that he even Thorfinn he doesn't see himself at Vinland he's like a vision of Thor's walking right. around
0: Vinland yep um, and every time you see that image of Thor's walking around Vinland it just looks so so darn beautiful I'd love to I would love to see Thor's in Vinland, too. Not Shit. even see myself there. Just see Thor's there.
1: I agree, but I want to see myself there, too, frolicking. Looks like a place yeah. I'd like to frolic.
0: And then Yeah, then I would love to jump on the back of Thor's, like, his shoulders, and then uh, just be
1: like, Dad! You got me excited. I thought you were going to say they made, like, a trampoline. There's just a trampoline in Vinland.
0: That would be awesome. Dude, I haven't been on a trampoline it's in a long, long time. It's been too long, brother. I, I want to do a backflip on there. Can you, could you do a backflip? I used to do them a lot, and then I got scared one time because something happened, and then I just stopped. Could you land it? Yeah. Don't say
1: yeah, yeah. like it was so,
0: like, oh, no question I was landing. You used it. to do backflips on the diving board? You're a lot. Did you land? <laughs> yeah. That Oh, that's what it was. I, I did a backflip on the diving board. And it almost hit my face on the diving board one time. I just, like, had a miscalculation. And after that, I was like, I'm done doing backflips, trampoline and all.
1: You hit it on the diving board?
0: No, it was like so close Oh. that when I landed, it just scared it the poo out of me. spooked you? Oh, yeah. That yeah. I was like, oh, I can't do that again. I, I like- was
1: always, I had a, a trampoline humble brag, and uh, I was the kind of guy who I learned how to do the first part of the front flip. But then never uh, furthered my knowledge or skill past that. So I was just a guy who you saw me on a front flip every now and then. I was going to hit you with one and I was going to land on my butt. But I had perfected <laughs> it to where I'd front flip, land on the butt, bounce up, back to my feet. And people would go, if you'd never been on a trampoline before because you were a little less fortunate, you'd
0: go, wow,
1: yep. that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then some guy like you came along and did a backflip and landed, and then I was like... Wow. See, that's the crazy thing is a backflip is easier than a front flip."
1: That's what they told me, but I didn't, here's the thing about me. I'm always moving forward, so
0: I don't like the idea of going backwards. I, I, I could do a front flip too, but it took me a lot longer. Um, yeah, backflips are just easier, dude. That's what I've heard. Try it. Try it sometime. So Thorkell, we go back to him asking Askeladd about whales. And how he was able to escape there. And that's when he tells Thorkell that that place is my home. And it's also the place that my mother loved. It's her gravesite, And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell anyone. And Thorkel's like, of course. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to sit here and eat seven pounds of meat. It is interesting that Askelad actually told him. Uh, yeah,
1: and I don't know if that's because he feels like his back's against the wall, because I don't think he ever told
0: Bjorn that. You know what I, I mean? I think this is the, the first time he's told anybody that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that is, yeah.
1: And here's the thing. I, I like to think that I'm like Askeladd, but in this situation, I'm not, because you know, one I've got a bunch of them. I'm a little autistic. One of my biggest pet peeves is someone eating around me if i'm not eating meaning like if i'm doing my own thing and you know it's kind of drowned out whatever anyone else is doing is drowned out by what i'm doing i'm cool but like travis loves to like oh if i'm watching something or playing a game to just like come sit two seats over with what and just go to town
0: on on what a bowl of cereal or okay that that's where it gets me like if they have like a couple of uh What's it called? Or my dad,
1: during football season, my dad does it with chips. Yeah, yeah. Makes me become an insane person. Yeah, if they
0: sit down with like a banana and they eat like a banana real quick, that's fine. But especially when you start doing what Thorkel's doing, where you are eating (laughs) the entire world. And
1: talking. You're eating the entire world and talking with your mouth full.
0: Like I I can imagine if I sat down next to you with an irresponsible burger. Yeah. And sweet potato fries. I mean, that's so annoying. Well, that's so annoying.
1: Yeah, and I was watching something that you're sitting down of in the middle of and yeah. have no interest in whatsoever. That would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> and and I can promise you, in that moment, I will not be telling you any secrets that I've kept from everyone else. Yeah, the rest of my life.
0: I think that's what it is. I think his back's against the wall, and he just he knows Thorkel's not going to say anything, anyways. And this is it. But yeah, Askelad is then called in front of the king, and he then asks himself an important question. Why does my luck always run out in the eleventh hour? End of episode. <clears throat> and I guess that's like so um disrespectful to his luck. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> the guy the luckiest guy of all time is that. Maybe he's saying that to to make his luck even better i don't know exactly but
1: right like the only bad thing that i've seen that's
0: truly maybe I mean, he's talking about his men like right when he Thorkel's about to get there his men turn on him maybe that was one of the
1: yeah but to even consider that unlucky when yeah your whole crew turned on you and you're still alive yeah what luck <laughs> So I don't really know. I mean, obviously his mom, that was very unlucky, that whole situation. Yeah. And then um, his buddy Bjorn dying. But other than that, it seems like the guy's kind of been finessing his way through life.
0: Yeah. Something annoying. I know you get annoyed by that because sometimes you call me super lucky. Well, you are. No. Yeah. Name one time. You know the main one that I want to name. What? Your accident. <laughs> okay. That. That's... <laughs> one other than that because that's the only one you can in the 11th hour that's the only one you can think
1: of <laughs> <laughs> right off the top of my head i mean that's the that's that the is main the luckiest one, one. Yeah.
0: but i'll start keeping track for you oh, thank you let me know but yeah that's i thought that was a good you, I, the more i think about it you're kind of right i thought the the conversation with leaf and thorfinn though is so good and uplifting when he's got his fist raised in the air sailing I, anytime he talks about Vinland to Thorfinn 2, I always love that.
1: So that was your uh, part of the episode that you yeah, were... Yeah,
0: that's the part of the episode I really liked.
1: Um, this is so random, but this is just the first one that came to mind, and I don't know why I remember this. When you got your gaming chair, you um, you got it out, and then you were going to send it back. And I forget how it was, but like you contacted them to send it back, and they were like, oh, if you keep it, we'll... Credit you back like sixty dollars or something like that.
0: Yeah, I I basically got it for like and I was like the price. I was like, who has that
1: happened to them?
0: Like, what? Huh? How? Hey, I
1: want to return. Don't do that. We'll give you (laughs) sixty.
0: Keep the chair. We'll give you sixty dollars. Yeah, I don't even remember why I was returning it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember either. It's a pretty good chair. I've sat in It her. did end up breaking, though. Did it break? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't the best quality, but obviously I didn't pay that much for it, so I wasn't too worried. I got to sit in it for like three years.
1: Yeah. All right. But that was that was you being lucky.
0: Yeah. And I feel like
1: that was on the 11th hour.
0: That was. Yeah. That definitely was. <laughs> so we
1: got the finale next week. Wow. Um, You can join. You can go listen to the finale right now. If you're on the free feed, go check out the Patreon. Get it right the second along with Learn a Little Somethings with Ronnie and Chad, where we, uh, I mean, God, what all have we done? We had Christmas celebrations. We've had stories.
0: We've got a big thing coming up for a 100th episode. So go check it out. Yeah, and listen to season two. We'll, we're probably, yeah, we're three episodes ahead, so yeah. you can we'll hear be the beginning of season, season two. two.
1: Which I know Chad is very excited for. I'm very excited for I just haven't seen it yet.
0: Yep. And Vinland's on a tear right now. These last few episodes have been Awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited for the finale. Yep. Talk with you soon. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.